0: From MyPillow.com a couple of weeks ago from one of their representatives. So we got a lot of people that that want to sponsor the show, and we're getting more sponsorship opportunities. Not just with healthcare, because healthcare is the bulk of what I do, and healthcare is what separates me from other talk radio hosts out there. We're trying to put a product that's a thinking man's product. I I I'll talk about this a little bit later in the week. It's very frustrating to me as a talk radio aspiring mogul. I want to have something that's really good and of substance that that helps people and is special. It's difficult when I'm competing, especially other African-American talk show talents that are that are spending their time talking about Will and Jada. They're still beating that to death. Like I think Will is in Turkey or, or somewhere in Tunisia. I don't know where he is. getting some mental health therapy. (laughs) And then people are talking about DL Hughley and Monique arguing over contracts and Steve Harvey and all of that foolishness. There's so much foolishness and stuff that's not really uplifting. You know, I really want to build a platform that is educational but also entertaining. And people, I see other people. I see, I don't want to say competitors, but I see people that are in this lane. I'm trying to to be a, a bigger player in this lane. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to get better. We're trying to to broadcast every day and put a fantastic one hour show in, and maybe eventually bump to two hours. And we want to have great material. We want to have great guests and great topic discussions. But it gets it gets frustrating when people go to the lowest common denominator. I know that that's in all businesses. It's not just Talk radio is not just urban talk radio. I think my show is classified as urban talk radio, but it's hard to educate people. I want to educate people where they can get free diabetic test strips or they can get access to free or highly discounted drugs. If they're in a situation where they're having to choose between eating a meal and taking their proper script, trying to educate people about what's going on in community, and discuss especially how health plans and leaders within the community can unite and build a better mousetrap. And I'm doing that, you know, we sprinkle in some hip hop. We try to keep the hip hop discussion high level. We try to keep it historic. We don't we don't get into rap beefs. I see Joel's. I'm not gonna talk about Joel Santana. Versus Memphis Bleak. I'm not going to do that. That's not what we're. That's not what we're doing. That's not what my brand is built on. I don't care what happens with if Kanye West is angry at Kim Kardashian because what's going on in their custody arrangement. That's none of my business. Like we we don't we don't do that type of show. But that's what a lot of other people seem to be doing. It gets a little frustrating at times. But that said, to kind of I went off on a tangent there. But but that said, we're trying to do a good show, and because I think we're doing something that's different, we're doing something that's fresh, we're doing something that's interesting. As I stated a couple of days ago, we're about to start shooting some short films about healthcare and about corporate America. We're getting deeper into diversity inclusion. I was just talking to Allison Francis, uh, the the CDO, Chief Diversity Officer at Costco. And I'm hoping that she can do some work with us and help us to get more corporate people on to talk about diversity and inclusion. I love talking about corporate America. In my experience in corporate America, being a vice president at 37 years old, being the youngest person in the room and being the blackest person in the room or the only black person in the room. And learning how to maneuver learning the politics learning all of that stuff. And rather you want to be a vice president or you want to be in a C-suite or you want to be in a in a management position or you want to be in a high functioning individual contributor position i talk about how people need to you need to have the right people that invest in you and your career and your talents and will give you feedback on things that you suck at because i wouldn't be in the position i'm in if i didn't have fantastic mentors that said james you're really good at these three or four things but you're absolutely terrible at these two things you got to get better so we put a show together every day that I think is a a show that has some interest and we're we're drawing a good audience and, and we're reaching close to you know we're reaching actually over three hundred thousand people a week. Very pleased. But I got a I got an email so we get more people to want to sponsor the show. I got an email from my pillow about perhaps sponsoring the show. And I wasn't expecting that. So I got a, I got an email from mypillow.com and a representative at mypillow.com and said, Well, hey, would you be interested in maybe talking to us about doing some sponsorship for the show? And I said absolutely, unequivocally, irreversibly, hell no. I wouldn't care if my pillow <laughs> I I I have a brand new. I can't, I've said all the time. I've had I've had people from liquor companies reach out to me too about sponsoring the show. And I was just like, "Look, man, I can't I can't have I can't talk about healthcare and I can't have CEOs on people like Jeb Dunkelberger and people like John Gorman and people like John Criswell, people that come on the show that are CEOs in healthcare that are prominent respected names in healthcare. I cannot have those type of people on the show." and then run an ad for St. Ide's Malt Liquor. Like, I can't do that. I can't talk about social determinants of health and have sponsors like Upside Home and The Cook's Nook and U.S. Hunger. I can't chase that with an ad for Sky Vodka. That's that's not how this works. So a lot of people, especially are coming up, and whether you have a podcast or a radio show or live broadcast, or whatever you do, People kind of sell themselves out to make a few dollars here or there, but you're but you're torpedoing your brand. And so when my pillow reached out to me, I was like, I, I I can't do business with you. Because your CEO, Mike Lindell, is absolutely radioactive. And the reason I bring that story up is because I'm reading on businessinsider.com, Mike Lindell, CEO of My Pillow, has accused Walmart of canceling him by pulling his company's pillows from their retailer shelves. In a call with Insider last Thursday, Lindell described a Zoom meeting in which he said a Walmart representative told him the company would start selling MyPillow products only online, but not in stores. Quote, they dropped MyPillow and it really hurt my employees because they were our biggest distributor, Lindell said. They were by far away number one. Lindell then called Walmart absolutely disgusting. That's not like something that Trump would say. I don't know if Trump is working his teleprompter, while describing his pillows as one of the top-selling products in the history of Walmart, which may or may not be true. During his discussion with Insider, Lindell said he heard My Pillow products would not be sold in Walmart stores about three weeks ago after returning from flying, quote, all over the country to deal with election stuff. It goes on, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I tell them what I'm offering them, and I'm saying, why are you doing this? Why are you kicking us out and canceling us, Lindell said. We're the biggest product, the biggest of all time. And he goes on to harangue discursively about their product. Now, if you actually go to the ratings for, for Walmart's website, As of the time of this article being posted about a week ago, the MyPillow Classic Bed Pillow, which is their biggest ticket item, had 3.3 stars based on 2,804 reviews. Now, it's very possible that George Soros himself paid 2,800 people to give MyPillow a mediocre review. But it's just like, I wouldn't do business with Mike Lindell. I'm not Walmart. I mean, I'm a nobody. But even I wouldn't take money from them. <laughs> um and I and I lean I lean right politically as people know. But it's just there are consequences for your actions. Like when you when you pedal when you pedal a conspiracy lie and you think that it's okay to storm the capital. And you just kind of gloss over the people that were injured or maimed, even killed and and you think that it's okay for a bunch of guys in viking helmets and Dixie flags to storm the Capitol and sit in Nancy Pelosi's office and say that that was justified because the election was stolen and that President Trump won by a landslide. I mean, when you do that and you're you're literally tearing at the fabric of democracy, there are consequences to that. I'm not saying that you can't believe that. If it was me, maybe I'd say, you know what? I think that the election was kind of a scam I think Trump was done dirty. You know what? Game on 2024. We're going to be back. We're coming for that arse. It's not like the Biden administration is exactly sending people to Mars. I mean, President Biden is not having a great time. Kamala Harris is not having a great time. If Biden doesn't cancel student debt, he's toast. Whether it's DeSantis, whether it's Trump, whoever runs up against him in 2024 Basically, it's like a layup. But instead of doing that, you go to the whole anti-democracy card, and and you're accusing the machines, and and you're bringing in George Soros and and <laughs> the ghost of every of Che Guevara. I mean, you just you just can't do that. You can't do that publicly and be the CEO of a company. And when you get on that train, it's just funny. I try to stay apolitical on the show. I have some very centrist views. I lean right, but I voted Democrat at times. I have voted Republican at times. I'm really not someone that's going to be angry at you for your political views. I think you have a right to believe whatever you want. But it's wearing thin. If you look at the last election cycle, people are tired of the, of CNN calls it the big lie. Whatever it is, people are tired of it. People are ready to move on. People are trying to figure out, I don't have time to lament Trump getting screwed out of the election. What can we do Because my gas is $6.50 a gallon. How can we fix that? Paragon 7 Studios. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon Paragon, 7 Studios. are a business owner in the DMV and looking to expand your consumer base, Ward 8 is now accepting applications for an amazing retail project. Incubate the 8 will feature 10,000 square feet of retail space adjacent to the Congress Heights Metro Station and located next to several key entertainment venues in Washington, D.C. To apply, go to www.stelizabetheast.com and peruse the many development initiatives taking place in the Congress Heights neighborhood. James Lewis. I seen Ice Tea and Coco, man. I love Ice Tea. I've been looking at Ice Tea since six in the morning. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big fan of Ice Tea. I seen him in the airport with his girl. He's like, Mike, we need to do a movie together. I said, All right. But in my mind, I said, Man, they only give you two lines on Law and Order. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip squad. He linked over a dead body the other night and said, Yep, that's him. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.